This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. You and I, till the day we die. Yeah, yeah. Ex-girlfriend, how you been? I see you still trying to fuck with other women, man. Remember when I first met you in my cousin's house? A week later, we was fucking on your mama couch. Now it's been said that big girls, they don't cry. But they damn sure lie. Look you in the eye, saying you they only. You and I, till the day we die, said you never leave me lonely. Fly tenderoni, but you phony. Shoulda listened when my mama told me. Soon as I turn my back, you try to fuck my homies. That was then, this is now, I got a new friend. Ever since I cut them loose, says you wanna bone me. Add strike to my life. Pussy that'll make me think twice about leaving the wife even. Picture that, you ain't want me when you had me. Now you on your third baby daddy. And you hate to see a nigga happy. So you're trying mad ways to trap me. Looking at my girl nasty, trying to throw the pussy at me. Look at this bitch over here trying to act like me. Uh-huh, fuck that bitch. You like real personal with that verse <laughs> breakups to makeups man where the fuck d'angelo at somebody gotta find him man welcome back ladies and gentlemen make sure you got on clothes <laughs> facts this week in culture episode 193 i'm your host and wood aka trinidad and aka 40 ounce poppy i got my brother with me jay what up though what up though it's your man jay johnson uh one half of the culture one half of the lawrence hive Big facts. I have so much Lawrence Hyde for this episode. Before we get into it, man, if you don't know, this week we review episode three of season five of Insecure. I'm going to say it right now at the top of the pod it needs to be said. All episodes of Insecure are better with Lawrence on them, dog. It's just a fact. And don't go ahead and throw in Chad, too, because now it's double better, nigga. If you got Lawrence and Chad on there, it's a winning fucking episode, bro. This one, I mean, I know we only three episodes into the season, but by far the best episode. Like, by far. Shit was so good, it wasn't even no Issa and Molly in this whole episode, bro. And the shit was fire, nigga. Um, Thank you to all the listeners, all the supporters, everybody who rocking with us, everybody who... Loves the pod. Thank you to everybody who've been rocking with the Insecure Pods. I had some people hit me up both weeks so far and say, y'all niggas Insecure Pod is by far better than the first two episodes of the season so far, nigga. So listen, y'all know we drop two episodes each week. Facts. Um, I tell y'all how much y'all wasn't fucking with Insecure last week. Woo! Um... The BMF pie almost did double than insecurity pie, insecure pie. Yeah, yeah. That episode got off slow, bro. Well, to a the little, to the little, audience, we enjoyed it. A clearly. little over two thirds. Yeah, so. yeah. It was um, it was interesting when you sent me that. Um, I don't know that because at first I was like, "Damn, man, they really ain't fucking with insecure." But then I was like. Are we just becoming like the official fucking BMF pod? And that's why the numbers is doing numbers. Cause I think we're easily the coldest BMF pod out there. And also we get the bonus being from Detroit. Um, 
But then I thought about it, dog. The feedback that I've gotten on the Insecure Pods has been so fucking great, bro. Yeah. Like, people have been like, yo, the first episode, they was talking to us about the combo that we had regarding, you know, Issa and where she was at in her career and that whole thing at Stanford. Last week, they really was fucking with the combo that we had about Issa and Molly and just the growth, the lack thereof. Every The discussions that we had the last two weeks were really fucking deep. But I got to be honest, bro. We had to get deep on them because it wasn't a lot from the episodes to go off of, bro. And I kind of mentioned that last yeah. week. It was like, yo, when we had the pods and we talk about it, yeah. like, I feel better about the episode. Yeah. But we, me and you, yeah. should have to break it down in this great detail. To that level. Like, sometimes I really do want to discuss the episode. And I love the little asides that we have where we go off into our introspective shit. But it was like, damn, man, I really just miss talking about the episodes. And I feel like these first two episodes, while I thought they were both good. For sure. From the conversation perspective, we had to pull a little bit harder um, than we've had to. But oh, episode three, nigga. I said, um, I enjoy it. One, I gotta be honest. Yeah. I forgot to watch this shit last night. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was, the, I mean, I watched, I watched BMF twice. Yeah, yesterday. facts. We know it didn't come out. Oh yeah, we know BMF didn't come out, um, but I did mention it came out for three hours. Yeah, it was out. It was like from like 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. That shit was on. But, we'll, y'all get that next week. Yeah, y'all get the BMF pod when it airs. But I watched that, and then I came home, I was supposed to watch Dexter, I was getting caught up on Ted Lasso season two because mm-hmm. uh, that's a great fucking show. I know it's white excellence. Um, it's white excellence. And I, I legitimately, I forgot to watch that shit until this morning. Uh, after I took the goddamn dog out, I couldn't go back to sleep, so I watched that shit at seven o'clock this morning. Um, so what's funny? I watched Insecure uh, last night after the Harder They Fall on BMF. It's probably about like ten thirty. 1045. This episode was 13 minutes, by the way. <laughs> Don't play my nigga Lawrence like that with a 13 minute. So I'm gonna tell you why that's funny. Because when I rewatched it today, during my work day, I'm pretty sure I've watched Insecure four times today. And the reason that it happened that many times is because I kept rewinding because I'm like, yo, I know I missed something. I didn't miss nothing. And that's not to say this was a bad episode. I think this was literally the best episode so far this season. But it was quick as fuck, nigga. <laughs> but I'm I'm 100% sure the conversation that we're about to have about this episode is going to be three times longer than the episode. Fam, the conversation we're about to have about this episode is not only going to be three times longer, three times stronger. Nigga, it's going to be a And three times fest. wronger, because I don't give a fuck if I'm wrong or not. And, and yeah, like, I, so I had a few people hit me and say, y'all need to have a girl on there to talk about this episode. Specifically, a mother. Why? Nigga, no, he don't. <laughs> like, because, I got a mother. You know, the reason I said why yeah. is, one, I don't need any other person to, to come on here to share my point of view. Yeah. Or or Ant's point of view, because this podcast is about our point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what was displayed in this episode is about the only point of view that we ever see and that we ever hear. Yeah. Is from the woman's point of view yeah. and how much more important they are than everybody else yeah. or or the man or whatever. So I want you yeah. to not think about this, about wanting to hear the woman's point of view and just listen to. I want you to understand 
our point of view almost as an extension of what Lawrence didn't get to say during this episode. Because it's a lot. And here's another thing, though. Upon rewatching this episode 20 fucking times, I also empathized a lot with Condola. Like, 100%. I, I, I felt a lot of what she was saying to Lawrence. So like, my points of view will not be obtuse. They will not be fucking short-sighted when we get to talking. But, but don't they, get it twisted. But guess what? They don't have to be all-encompassing. No, they don't. Because I'm not another person. I'm not a woman. I can't yeah. encompass everything that she is. But if you listen to this pod, I hopefully you don't listen to this pod for the woman's point of view. Yeah. Because we're not two women. No, not so, at all. Um, But you can go listen to Insecurity if you want to hear uh, Crystal and Dog talk about it. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. <laughs> We're going to play that voice note from Curve. See what my dog talking about before we get into the review, man. What up, Doe? Um, so, a couple comments, I think. Don't, don't, don't do the, like, he trying to stretch the sexy out. What up, Doe? <laughs> so, um, couple comments. Relax, man. You're a married man. Yeah, here, nigga, <laughs> nigga, talk to me normal, bro. Talk to me like you talk to me about shoes, nigga. About insecure. Uh, I think it was a heavy episode. It may have, I even may have used the word triggering. Mm. Uh, I probably should have rehearsed my voice note, but um, <laughs> it's just a few thoughts I want to share out. Um, I think the big example here of this one is like millennials or whatever you call our age group feel like they can do everything on their own. Um, and so you see the contrast between Condola and Lawrence because they're not working together. Um, if you read too many meme pages, you read too much internet, read too many blogs, you think you can manifest and say and do everything um, and be a poor communicator. Uh, communication was the biggest issue uh, between the two, um, even from the beginning of it. Um, they had time to work it out. Um, you can get little breadcrumbs learning that Condola was doing things on her own because she felt like she could do them on her own. Um, and what she found out with the help of her mom, help of her sister, a child needs both parents. Um, but when you're not together, like co-parenting is the toughest job in the world because you are working on a relationship with the person that you broke up with and you have reasons and support why you broke up with them. But looking forward to the comments, um, looking forward to the conversation. Um, and I have my BMF one too. Yo, uh, Curve came through with Curve really just covered the whole pot. Man, um, those are literally things. That's I my points. Yeah, to, 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 to discuss. So let's let's lay out the episode before we get into um the discussion because this I just got a feeling about this pod. Like this, I feel like this is about to be one of them ones. Um, so the episode is uh, episode three. We finally get caught up with Lawrence. Right, it starts us off from when he dropped off Issa. After picking her up from Stanford, I've mentioned this several times, either on the pod or in a Facebook thread. Um, if you're going to break up with me, don't ask me to pick you up from the airport. Let's just I don't I'm not mad. You can break up with me. That's fine. You don't have to be with me for life. Don't do it after I pick you up from the airport because now I'm mad because I could have stayed home and I'm picking you up from the airport. And I also got a pack to move to San Francisco. I could have stayed at the crib and been productive. But we start at the scene where Issa breaks up with him and walks off. Tells him it ain't going to work. She leaves. Now Lawrence has to fully accept, all right, well, I'm going to San Francisco with no girl and a baby on the way. 
I got a girl coming, or I'm sorry, a baby coming with a girl who didn't want to be with me. Let's not forget that part. She did not want to be with me. I wanted to be with her and she was not looking for quote something serious. Her drunk friend told me this because for three months she and I dated and there was literally no indicator. We started talking about Thanksgiving. She kind of didn't even want me to come over. She was My nigga, a, she hadn't invited me to a party. She had she was having a Friendsgiving and I wasn't even being invited even a friend. to the Friendsgiving. Cause so this 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 matters for context, right? It facts. Of like, no, it's not a situation where I'm out here playing. I'm a playboy. Yeah. I'm just trying to get back on my, my my ex. No, I wanted you. I really wanted you. I wanted a, a commitment. I started going to church. I met you at church because I'm trying to get my life together. No, no, no. He met Condola at a Tiffany party at the baby shower. Oh, that's not the girl. He yeah, yeah. No, the girl from church, Uh, he ended up standing up. She was texting him like, yo, yeah, we going yeah. out tonight. He played her. Wild. Um, but no, Condola was from Tiffany. They had that good little quick exchange, woo woo woo, after Derek introduced him. And then it was like they hit it off. And then, yeah. yeah, bro, but it was, I took you seriously. You weren't the girl from church. You weren't Bank Bay. You weren't any, you weren't old girl from work. My ex, for the first time, wasn't a part of like me trying to date you. I wasn't trying to get over her yeah. through you. I really wanted you, dog. And what did you do? You went and became friends with my ex. My, and even through that, still wanted you. And only you. I learned to deal with the fact that you and my ex were tight. She made it awkward. She couldn't deal. I wanted you. And you played me. At your Friendsgiving party that you weren't going to invite me to. Nigga, if we if I'm dating a woman and she have a Friendsgiving and I can't come, we not together. <laughs> my nigga, when she first said it and that nigga said, oh, uh, did you want me to come? I'm not even asking that question. I'm waiting on the invite. Fam, if you don't. Because I don't want to feel like I'm pushing you to to ask me to come. But nigga, I wasn't invited. How am I just hearing about this the morning of after we wake up and you about to go to work? And we on Thanksgiving week. And I didn't even know you was planning this. My nigga, what? Fast forward. They broke up. We learned last season, season four, they continued to have sex after they broke up. At least once. At least once. They're continuing to fuck around led to a pregnancy. A pregnancy that she wanted, he did not. We've talked about this at nauseam. We talked about it last season, but let's get into again, just for context, what was said when she told him she was pregnant. You can be as involved as you want. Now, I bring that up not to say, well, he was being as involved as he wanted. I bring it up to say, and I know we've mentioned this a few times, that one year time jump that happened last week, we got it again this episode. We started from when he dropped Esau off, and then we jump all the way to when Condola delivers the baby. Early. Early. So we're thinking, somebody told me, and I didn't fact check this, so pardon me if I'm wrong. Somebody told me that very first episode, the Stanford shit, was two, two months, months later. Yeah. So you take those two months, and then you add maybe another six, possibly seven no, last week's time jump said a year. Well, no, no, no. I'm I'm talking about for Lawrence specifically. Yeah. This episode. You take them two months from when he dropped Esau off. That's already two months. 
Then we skip to when Condola has the baby. Now we're talking eight, possibly right around nine months ahead. And then we go some weeks, maybe even some months into the baby being old or like born and living. It don't add up. All that to say. You know, what I'm saying is this timeline don't add up. Oh, no, no, no. Up. The timeline is fucked. Let's the, be clear. The reason the timeline don't add up is because, all right, you're not. So you, we find out that you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm assuming you at least a month pregnant when you tell me you was pregnant. Right. So gotta be at least <laughs> right. So if it takes ten months, yeah, full term, right? We jump two months. All right, now you three months pregnant. Yep. The baby is born early. Yep. But we jump a year, and the baby just being born. How? Well, no. So here's the thing. Even if we jump, because in I'm I'm going back into Lawrence world only. Fuck that one year jump from last week. The time jump here, I'm going to just say, was like, let's just go roughly six months. Okay. But then throughout the course of the episode, because you noticed from the baby that was in the hospital to the baby by the end of the episode, it was a different baby. So the baby's at least another month or two old. Like this, some time went by with Lawrence doing the back and forth and all that shit. So I think they got to the one year by the end of the episode for Lawrence. And it's on, and it's the one year birthday for... For Tiffany, but baby. Tiffany, baby, which kind of felt off. This the, don't it don't add up. The timeline's all over the place. <laughs> but what fucked me up most with the timeline was what we missed specifically with Condola, and this is why I hate time jumps. When you first watched last night's episode, Condola seemed like she was being a bitch. You could look at her and say, "Oh my gosh, she fucking eat. Why she doing him dirty like that? Why she a fucking she going crazy on him for no reason?" When you rewatch it and you start to put shit together. It's a lot of shit we didn't get. It's a lot of context missing when you jump. Yeah. My nigga, we didn't get all the shit she might have been going through in preparation for this baby. We didn't get all the phone calls Lawrence wasn't putting in to see if she needed shit. Yo, how can I help? All the shit he was doing after the baby was born that seemed like he was being useful. From some of the shit she said throughout the episode, it didn't sound like he had been doing that. <sighs> Sounded like my nigga went to San Fran and started saying, yo, can y'all introduce me to some bitches? Cause he went on, he was on a date. He was, he ended up fucking old girl later. Like I thought he was doing horrible on that date, by the way. Oh, that nigga was doing terribly. That was one of the most awkward fucking dates ever. She called that nigga stupid. She said, "Boy, you lucky you cute." Cause that's stupid. Bitch, who the fuck is you? What <laughs> dog? And I'm like, wait, uh, the lighting kind of dark in here. I don't know if you fine enough to talk to me crazy like that, nigga. Not on this first date, but. She likes you talk to you crazy. You got baby mama drama. You ain't even got you no baby. Yo, literally. <laughs> Until he gets a text. Lawrence got a text. Off top, I don't give a fuck what situation we in, how much we not fucking with each other, how much we ain't talking, none of that. Don't text me and tell me my baby's being born. Whoever sent the text, call me. Call me. Whatever energy went into that text message, call me and tell me what's going on, dog. Call me and tell me when you in labor. Call me and tell me something's wrong. Don't send me no fucking text and tell me my baby being born, dog. Now, I'm glad we didn't see who sent the text and what it said because it left a lot to the imagination, nigga. And if it was from her sister, played by Kiki Palmer. I despise this character. Kiki Palmer? Yeah. She was terrible, dog. I despise she was this terrible. character and people like this character. She was terrible, And I saw dog. some people online saying, hell yeah, that's how it's, that's how you supposed to be. No, no it's, it's not. not. No, it's not. Y'all don't give a fuck about that baby if you think that's how you're supposed to be. Because guess what that's going to do? So I, I I was just thrown off because 
of how he got a text about it, the baby, right? Yep. Um, he shows up to the hospital and they're looking at him like, oh, it's you, nigga. Man. I'm not the one who didn't want to be together. My nigga, they looked at him as if they were shocked he was at the hospital. Like, why are you here was the look that all three of them was giving off. But then we learned something else that we did not get context around. He ain't never met Condola Mama until right now. When would I mean, because they was just pre-dating. Played by the legend Layla Rashawn. Shout out to her. her. Layla Rashawn was phenomenal. She was phenomenal, dog. Um, and and I'm glad to see her still working. I know she had some health issues yeah. um, that she spoke about because you wild internet niggas calling her fat and doing all that wild shit that y'all do, not knowing she was dealing with some real shit. Uh, but then y'all, oh, stop talking about people, mental health, yeah, whatever. Y'all niggas is capped. Anyway, he get to the hospital. They look shocked that he's there. But Lila Rashawn was at least cordial initially. Them, sending them shade. Man, off top. Oh, that's why the baby looked like that. Nigga like me, the father. It's my baby. But then Lila Rashawn's like, hey, it's so nice to finally meet you. Do you want to hold the baby? Like, she's welcoming him, dog. And guess what? She trying. Guess what happened? When he hold that baby... My dumb ass in that bitch cheesing like a motherfucker. Like, look at him. Bro. Like, sm- I'm hard smiling because he's smiling. Yeah. He clearly wants to be involved. Fam. Because he like, I know you didn't think I was like not going to be, gonna be here. My baby was just born. My nigga. Early. Do, do you know how much? Freeway voice. Early. Yo. Prayers and salute to Freeway. I just want to throw that out there, dog. He dealt with a lot in the last year. Like your son and your daughter damn near one year apart. That's crazy. That was fucking, bro. That shit actually broke me down too, man. Cause that's, that's a lot, dog. What we do. Greatest rap song of all time. Anyway, um, to treat me like a stranger when I come to my baby's birth, I don't even want to be or have a relationship with your sister. I don't want her to, I don't give a fuck if she liked me because of how she treated me. But Condola, and I say this respectfully, fuck you for not checking her about that, bro. I'm still the father of your child, my nigga. And no matter what didn't happen with me and you, let's be clear. You didn't want it to happen with me and you. Whatever didn't happen between us, whatever relationship we don't have, you did not want. I'm here you didn't want anything serious. My nigga. And then you had a baby and you wanted me to not take the new job in San Francisco? So, again, more shit we didn't get. So we got the conversation of her saying the shit that I've told y'all don't ever say to a man. It is not shit that a real nigga wants to hear. You can be as involved as you want. Don't tell no nigga that. You're being disrespectful to that man. And you telling him you think he'll be a fuck nigga father. If you tell him you don't really have to be involved, I'll be okay. But what we didn't get was the realization from her over them eight, nine months that, yo, maybe I actually do need help. Cause guess what, dog? Or listen, men and women need one another, bro. And I'm glad curve said what he said in that voice note. Y'all, y'all get too many meme pages up under your belt. Too many of these fucking quotes and tweets and, and little funnies and Justin LaBoy. And you start believing that shit to the point that you think, yo, I can manifest raising this child perfectly. Because there's a difference without his father. There's a difference between um, providing room and board and um, maintaining a child, and then raising a child. 
just because you can provide a home, provide some food and water, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing a good job raising a child yeah. because it takes more than that. Right. Um, but like, that's some of the, 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 the conversations that you probably want to have when you are talking about having a child and a person is saying they, they don't want to be involved or they don't want to have the child at this particular point. Yep. Um, because that's a giant undertaking that you may feel, Hey, I'm ready to do this or whatever, whatever. Right. But what if, is it fair to the child? Yeah. If you believe in being able to stop one. Yeah. Um, and some myself, uh, whatever, if you believe in being able to stop one, and that's not like a roadblock for you, but yeah. maybe that's something that you do need to take into consideration. Um, if the person that you're having a child with, you didn't want to be in a long-term relationship with, mm-hmm. but now you're saying, Hey, let's take a long, the longest commitment that you can possibly do. Let's enter into that. Yeah. And they said it a few times. I'm glad you just worded that the way you worded that. They said it a couple times on this episode, um, 18 years. Fam, you do not stop being a parent at year 18, bro. That don't go nowhere. Because when your kid is 20, you're still going to be at his birthday party. Facts. When your children have children, you're still going to be at granddaughter's birthday party and this and that. You're gonna my nigga, be- I'm 37. I've never stopped needing my parents at any point, dog. And shout out to my mom, her birthday tomorrow. Um, You don't, as a child, from the child's perspective, you'll never not need your parents. Not a thing. Period. So causing a rift between the two of y'all as parents. You know what make me would make me feel that you're a horrible parent? Mm. If on my 18th birthday, I never heard from you again. My nigga, if you say release, go, go out into the wild. I'd be like, yo, you so you were just me? doing all this shit because you had to? Man, man. Um, Missing the context of whatever Condola went through, whatever she experienced, whatever change of heart that she had, because that's what a lot of this is. At some point during that pregnancy, she realized I need Lawrence more than he's here. But to Curve's point, communication, she never said any of that. What she did was allow it to become disdain, allow it to become anger. It's too late, though. So not well. Let me refer. No, no, no. It's not that it's too late. It's that like, listen, you didn't want back then. You didn't want me. Now you pregnant. Now you all on me because when you sh- broke my heart, I ended up going back to my ex. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? You coming back into my life, telling me pregnant, you pregnant is what ruined my ex relationship. My <laughs> right. So now I'm really upset because. I don't even think you want me for real. Yeah. You just want me because you're Now we have a baby together. Now I never want to be in a situation where the reason that this woman is with me is because she has to be. Yeah. Like, no, I, I need you to want to be. And, and here's the thing in this situation, Condola don't even necessarily want a relationship. She don't want Lawrence doing more with her. It's what he's not doing to help her with the child. But again, the reason you want me to do all of this is because at some point over the course of this last year, nine months, whatever the timeline is, you realize, yo, I do need that nigga. And I know, oh, I was successful in my career. I got all these accomplishments. I was this. I was that. I'm great. Event planning, my nigga. This is a baby. Nigga, what events you planning? You got a whole newborn. Where you going? Where you going? What you doing? Not even that. But it's like. What you do for a living don't got shit to do with how you gonna rate like 
you need help. Here's the thing, bro. And and what where I'm where I'm leaning is exactly that. When people get to talking about them being like a catch, right? Because the way she approached Lawrence when she told him she was pregnant was, yo, I've been divorced. I've already had an abortion with my ex-husband, who I didn't want the child with anyway. But with you, eh, I want to have this child because now I'm getting old. The pressure is there. Who knows when I'll be able to fucking do this again? I want to go through with it this time. I don't want to do another abortion. I don't want to do another plan B. I don't want to do none of that shit. I'm going to have this baby. Be as involved as you want to. But when the fucking light bulb comes on that, yo, I need you involved as much as possible. Not as much as you want to, nigga. As much as you possibly can. No, not even that. Because in real life, when I was trying to be involved as much as possible, you were shutting me out. But the issue comes when you realize that, yo, the time to tell him was before he c- said, yo, I'm going to I'm leaving. I'm going to San Fran. I'm no longer going to be locally available now. I'm going to be over there. So even when I am trying to be involved with the kid, it's going to require a flight. It's going to require weekends. It's going to require me coming in late on Friday, leaving early on Tuesday. That's what happened when you have a baby with somebody that you're not in a relationship. Man. Or before marriage. Not before marriage. When you're not in a committed relationship with somebody. Like, that's what happens when when you have a baby with somebody like that. Like, which is why we probably need to be a little bit more responsible. I know we want to get them rocks off. But, like, we act like, and y'all, clearly y'all don't use condoms. So... Um, so let's let's talk through one part of because this this episode is layered as fuck. But going back to, I'm pregnant. I'm having this baby with or without you. But Lawrence not a real bad nigga, so it ain't no you're having a baby without me. I'm going to be involved in my child's life. Should he have still taken a job in San Francisco? Do you still take that knowing you got a kid on the way? I probably take it because I have a kid on the way. Mm. First off, my nigga, if you living in San Francisco in that nice apartment by yourself, you're getting bred. San Francisco is the most expensive place to live in the country. Literally. Like That's there are a people make talked about it. Six figures who are couch surfing and like it's the most expensive mad roommates. Place. Nigga. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I probably still still. T- I, I well, you know what? I'm not sure. Yeah. We don't have kids. We never been through this. I don't know what kind of prospects that you have. Yeah. Me personally, Jason. If I'm about to have a child, I probably am not moving across the country. Well, I didn't stay. I'm in the same state, by the yeah. way. Uh, just a little further. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You you Detroit to Chicago yeah. at that point. Um, I wonder, and again, I know I'm probably thinking pure COVID mind, but I'm like, damn, I wonder if what he's doing could have been done remotely. <laughs> like, like, is that a... Cause, Obviously, we're talking about a show. They literally let him leave to create the conflict. So we know that. But I'm like, in real life, damn, when you tell me you pregnant, dog, I'm genuinely conflicted about having to fucking leave now. And I'm not saying that Lawrence wasn't, but the way the episode starts with Issa telling him, I can't do this and ending their relationship him going to San Fran, you've literally forgotten that. Oh, yeah, he has a baby on the way. It almost feels like a new start. Because he don't have Issa no more. And it's like, yo, nigga, show me a little bit. Like, it was almost like this episode, I kind of looked at it from two different directions. I looked at it from, yo, Condola was being kind of bitchy. But was she? And then I looked at it from, yo, Lawrence was kind of being unreasonable. But was he? I saw it from both ways because I was like, yo, I get everybody's fucking perspective here, dog. 
but there were certain things that I just could not rock with. Fam, don't name my baby before I even get here, dog. God damn. Don't name our baby. Uh, and I'm glad you said that because pardon me for saying my baby. She said my baby every time she spoke about this child. So I had a conversation in here before I watched the episode with yeah. a young lady in here yesterday. And I talked about, and I've said this shit on the podcast many times. Like, if I had a child with somebody and we end up not being together, like, I would want the child. Yeah. Not because I don't think you unfit or whatever, but, like, I would love my, I would want the child. And they was like, well, you can't do that. Why not? Because that's that's the mother's baby. That's like this and that's that. I'm like, that would, that would, that would feel like a missing piece and all this stuff. Like, so what about the other person and what the other person feels? I understand. So are you saying that that love only comes because you went through pain? Like the physical pain of of, of childbirth, that means you love it, your connection that you can't, no one knows what another person's feeling, but your connection with the child is more than anyone else's because you went through that physical pain. If if that's what it's tied to, but like, all that love and the hopelessness and all this that being without you, you don't think that a, a, a father who's actively involved and loves their child don't feel that same thing either? And it was so interesting that this was the episode that we walked into mm-hmm. because it was everything that I was trying to convey in that conversation. I saw um, Lawrence going through. There is there's a real common misconception that happens when it comes to a man and a woman having a child. Um, the misconception is that because the child is the life rather is born in the body of the woman, it's therefore a deeper relationship because of the physical, the biological pieces of it than a man could have with that child, even though it's his child too, their biological connection is deeper than that man can have with that child. It's different. There's it's n- not better. There's no way to quantify that. My nigga, who the fuck can tell? Yo, and I get this is not I I say all this to make sure that y'all understand. I'm not disregarding what a woman connects to her child about. Fam, I get it, dog. We can get into all of that if you want to get into that on another episode. But at the same time, don't discount the father connection. You don't know how long this man this person has wanted a child, wanted to start a family, learned to, uh, uh, yearned to be uh, a family man, a father, and they're yeah. a protector, provide. You can't tell somebody their love is not as important as your love. Their connection to them is not as important because guess what? How DNA works, half of it's mine, half of it's yours, and I might be the more dominant because the kid look like me. Nigga, the. <laughs> I'm dominant, you recessive. I'm dark skinned. You like that? I know. <laughs> <laughs> the no, and I I say this because a lot of times in situations like these, and and we're gonna get into it as we get toward the latter half of this episode. But when this starts to become a legal matter, there's this real instant indication that the mother deserves the child. The mother gets the child. The mother has a better relationship with the child. The mother's a better fit for the child. And it's like, yo, there is literally no quantification of any of this shit. Unless you're talking about a nigga that's like proving he's a shitty dad. But I'm like. What about people that prove their shitty moms? 
or just shitty people. But here's the thing: it's not a man or woman yeah, specific. It's yeah, just a, just a, a shitty a parent. person. Yeah, specific. like if if one of them is a shitty parent, that's a different story. But where it does become gender fucking rela- related is, I know a lot of shitty moms who won in court because they're the mom, and this is not too shit on moms. This is to say that being the shitty parent should not reward you the fucking child just because, because you're, the woman. you're the woman, bro. That don't work. I've seen this. I've seen this in my own personal life. My nigga. In my family life. I am seeing it currently with my brother. I'm seeing it over the years with some of my closest friends. It's shit that I cannot understand how the immediate, yo, that child belongs with his mother. Pay her. What? Nigga, he's trying to be a phenomenal dad and you're literally stifling him from being able to do that. So, like, what do you think? Not saying right or wrong, but if you presented with a situation where you want to be with a woman, she don't want to be with you the way that you want to be with her. Yeah. I have a child and you say, listen, I'm not ready to be have a family with you. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm having it anyway because I had a couple, <laughs> I had a couple abortions in the past, and uh, yeah, and I don't want to do that again. I don't, you know, I don't, yeah. Who knows if I'll ever be able? And I'm getting old. Not that I, I want to have this child with you. I want to have this child because I'm not sure if I'll be able to have a child again. So, well, I'm gonna have a child anyway. And um, you can be involved as you want. Like, so you're making this decision, and then when I show up for the child, you and your family act like I shouldn't be there. So if if this person was like, I don't want to deal with this shit no more. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be involved. She won't let me be involved. Yeah. Turn her family against me and then bails. So here's that happens. The here's the thing. If the decision making starts with you can be as involved as you want. That was the start of this whole pregnancy conversation. That was the first checkpoint. Be as involved as you want. Lawrence made a decision to try to be actively involved. But when he got to that point, you were acting as if you didn't want his involvement. If he decided, well, I'm just not going to be involved then because nigga, she not, I'm trying and she not letting me. So you, I'm, I'm not involved in the naming of this other child. You gave him my last name, like nigga be happy. Yeah. I can't even get, I can't even get a christening. Um, it got to be at your family church, and it, like my parents want to see the the baby too. They they live in L.A. Um, I can't even take the my my own child overnight. Let's just say I did live in L.A., but man, you don't live in the same house. I can't take my child overnight. Man, man, what really wilded me out about that scene too, and I'm actually pull that scene up when we get further into this convo, um, is that he snuck in. Yo, it's walking distance. Like, my nigga, I'm not going far. I'm not leaving far. I'm going where you can come easily if you feel the need to. Hell, if you really want to get down to the fucking nuts and brass of it, you can come with me if you really want to do that. So what you're basically saying is that we're going to either be together or I can't be a father? Because what's the other option? We're going to either be together or I can't be a father, but the issue is... You're also telling me you don't want to be together. And every decision that goes on with this child is going to be your decision yeah. and your decision only because it's your child. So the conversation I was having with the young lady yesterday was like, yo, it's funny 
where it's, you know, I watch divorce court all the time. Yeah, Or facts. paternity court, right? Yeah. And it's always my baby, my baby, my baby, my baby. It's the woman's baby. Mm-hmm. And I've also seen situations where a man and a woman who've been married and the man steps out on the woman, he says, the, the, the constant thing is, you did that after she didn't gave you, the, she didn't had them kids for you? She had your babies? Well, now they my babies when I do something wrong. But any other time, it's, it's my baby. It's my... I don't think that's right. So to the women who listen to this podcast, I know it's a lot of y'all. I do want y'all to answer this question. You can hit us on Facebook. You can go to thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. You can go to Instagram. I don't care where you answer it. I need a woman to let me know what the thought process is when you tell a man you're pregnant and that man's response is, I don't want this baby. With you. With you. Because of you not wanting to be, you don't want to be with me. Therefore, I don't want to bear life with you. Because we're going to be, it's going to be difficult just to bring a baby in this, in this situation, in a co-parenting yeah, situation. I'm interested to know, because this is me. I can't speak from this side, but I'm going to tell you what my thoughts are. If for some way of fucking life and biology, the man was able to get the child or be pregnant with the child. Pardon me. If I was able to bear life and a woman told me. Well, technically, uh, men can give pregnant too. And pregnancy um, is not for men or women because gender is fluid. Yeah, no. Gender is fluid and um, it's a construct. Not only. only yeah. Women aren't the only people that get pregnant. So y'all can stop with all that shit unless yeah. y'all know the other shit ain't true. Yeah. So you got to pick a side to stay yeah. on. No. Uh, my my penis is not a construct, nigga. It it separates. Ain't it funny though. It separates me and you. This is, this is a situation in where this conversation it get kind of tricky. Yeah. Because y'all will y'all will draw a line. There's a line drawn in the sand yeah. between men and women based on physical things. Yeah. But sometimes men and sometimes women sometimes not aren't men and women. It's just yeah. based upon yeah. what you identify as. Yeah. So if I end up if I, anyway. It gets it gets tricky, um. But no, I I would like to understand the thought process between um. Because if if I told a woman a person who identifies as a it, woman, <laughs> right, you gotta be careful. No, with no, the no, no. If I if I said to someone, "Yo, I'm having this child," and that person responds, "I don't want to have that child with you because you didn't want to be with me," I might sit back and think. Yo, if they are actively telling me up front in the beginning before there is literally any physical being to be responsible for, if they're telling me, yo, I don't want to do this with you, I may rethink it because I'm knowing this is going to be hard to do alone. But you up against the the we don't got a biological clock. You feel me? Facts. They got facts. A biological clock. Yeah. Um, and so. I just, I just want to know a woman's perspective in general. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to be facetious at all. I'm really just curious because in my mind that would tell me, don't make this harder on yourself than it needs to be. But on the same time, yo, I know abortions, especially for someone who is a bit older, um, who maybe crossed that what thirty-five year old threshold or whatever. That might be a thing you don't want to put your body through. You might not want to go through the risks of doing this now and then not even being able to later whenever you find someone you actually want to do this with. I don't fucking know. What I do know is... We should probably stop fucking until you got somebody. Uh, but what? no, that would require discipline, right? 
to to fuck someone you actually want to be with or that you think it will be a responsible parent or someone who you have at least talked to and communicated with and discussed i don't want a serious relationship but i do want a child or i don't want a serious relationship but i do want to have sex so we need to figure out how we gonna have sex if or you could just put on a condom it's so many workarounds before you actually get to raising a child on your own um men included like yeah no 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 100 i meant that that was fucking gender fluid nigga that's the comment because in real life the men should probably be having this conversation because you're gonna blow you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna be on you my nigga my nigga i've seen women real life in my own personal life and women who i'm friends with who have told me story i've seen women get mad that niggas pull condoms out I, I've yes, uh, uh, someone. My nigga, this I, is a common tale from niggas. Somebody got offended that I pulled a condom out. My nigga, literally offended on and some I, why you need that. And then I was offended because I'm like, well, you was about to, so you, so you were just fucking raw. You was about to fuck me raw too, like, bro. And it's 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 just kind of wild because again, when you have these conversations, it can literally change everything. Condola. If you and Lawrence decided to keep fucking or even fuck once post breakup, yeah, we should probably put on a condom. Cause we not together no more. I know this is how we got used to doing it, but we was together then. I trusted you. I knew what we were doing. I knew what you wanted. I just didn't want the same thing. But now that we not together, we should probably throw the rubber on, bro. I think Lawrence felt betrayed. One hundred percent. Um, I thought he he probably felt betrayed three times. Mm. One. When I found out you weren't as into me as I was into you. Facts. Because everything that you told me led me to believe that we was. We was doing a damn on thing. On the right path. Yep. I was betrayed. I, I felt that you betrayed me. Yeah. You hurt me. Yeah. Keep it real. Then the second one is you came and told me that you was pregnant and you was keeping it. So and she's three months pregnant and she's keeping it. After I said I didn't want to have a child with you. Yeah. And I'm probably feel betrayed because like why you, whether it's right or wrong, he probably felt betrayed because yeah. I, I I finally got my shit together with Issa. And you know me and Issa are back together. Yeah, facts. And you doing this to me and you didn't even, you didn't even want me anyway. And then the third betrayal is probably once I get here, I'm about to be an active parent. Mm-hmm. I do all my research. I'm going to the doctor's office. I'm asking questions. Oh, wait a minute. There's a problem with this? Well, I heard, I read this. You, maybe you need to do this one. I'm asking those questions and it's like, uh, no, nah, nigga, give me the baby. Uh, everything's good. So like, he said it to Chad, worded perfectly. After he came from the hospital, he went to go stay with Chad. Even said, I'm staying here and not there. But he said this, they already treat me like I'm a deadbeat dad. And Chad said, Nigga, how? That baby just came out the pom pom. How are you being treated like a deadbeat already and the baby just got here? I just held the baby four minutes ago and y'all hated me when I walked in. What did I do? But this is where, again, I'm going to be done with it after this. That time jump is significant because I can, as the viewer, feel a lot more empathetic to condola and maybe get even an understanding if i saw like we can we can imagine yeah we can imagine her struggling but it's like forget the struggle portion is i went to san francisco 
Yeah. You went all to the Lamaze classes by yourself. You went to all the prenatal shit by yourself. The baby wasn't even supposed to be here. Maybe I was going to be in town for the for the actual pregnancy, right? But the baby came early. So let me let me pull this up because that's where it started was him leaving. And we got little like indicators and, and things like that. It was very like, oh, okay, what the fuck? Um, but it was literally him going to San Francisco that changed how she looked at their relationship. And she started it during that last conversation they had. So let me play this real quick. Trust you. Are you fucking serious? Condola, stop acting like I'm a fucking stranger. I'm his father. You're barely over here. And you never check in, not about his swimming or food. And you don't even give me more than three hours notice when they're not coming. I have a job, okay? I check in when I can. But what if we needed something? Like the time I had to ask Tiffany to take me and Eli to urgent care. What the hell? Why didn't you tell me that? I could Well, what are you going to do? Not fly down on a Tuesday? You get to come in and play part-time good dad after I've already fixed everything. All right, look, I'm trying here, okay? This shit is hard for me, too. Oh, really? Yeah. What part is hard for you? All the free time or the full night's sleep? Which part? Shut up. You never talked to me. You never even pretended to give me a chance. I gave you a chance and you moved away. I gave you a chance and you moved away. There it is. That was the start of the disdain from Condola. I told you you pregnant and you don't you not dropping everything and being at my feet again. How dare you? So question. Fuck your relationship that you got with with Issa. I know she a great girl. Fuck everything else. How dare you not drop everything and be uh, at my beck and call because we having a child. Girl, you didn't even want me. If Issa was pregnant, does Lawrence leave? Even if they weren't together, I don't think he goes anywhere. Well, if Issa was pregnant, Issa could just come to San Francisco. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you Man. can do you. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Especially in this. Especially with how much I'm making it. So. Yeah. No, no, no. And that's not a slight. But like where Issa was in life and where Condola was in life, different spaces. Because I also don't think Issa approaches Lawrence the way Condola confidently went up and said, if Condola, I can do this alone. If Condola and and and. Lawrence was in a relationship, either she moves, you can throw an event anywhere. You don't gotta be in Los Angeles to throw a fucking event. Yeah, I and you um, can fly back and forth. So and what's also, funny, we cause we actually talked about this last season. Yeah. The possibility of Condola going to San Francisco, because yo, you're in event management. Can you not do that from I don't need to be physically San Fran? Like you want me to go pick up party flyers? Yeah. Can like, you and it, it's not a knock. I literally was just like, yo, I feel like you can maybe still figure out a way to make that work and be with Lawrence in his new space. You're not even from L.A. At all. You just got there. Like- and neither was Lawrence. Yeah. Like, it, I, I think the move could have been a lot more eventful. But here was the problem. The attitude and the problem and the disdain toward Lawrence started with, I gave you a chance and you left. You went to San Francisco. But his comments prior to her saying that was the reason that this all became the blow up that it did. You don't even talk to me. You didn't tell me none of this. You never communicated that you didn't want me to leave. bro. You came in. You blew my life up. You don't want to hear that. But that's what happened. Fam. Because, bo- well, let me read. I, I can't put that. It's not like a no, blame no, no. on her. Yeah, it's not your fault that because we got pregnant. Both of y'all decided to have sex. Facts. Either um, maybe y'all was protected. Who knows how it happened? Yeah. 
you could have slipped on a birth control pill one day, or Connor could have bust, or who the fuck knows. Yeah. But y'all had a child together, and now y'all got to have the, some real conversations. And I the think conversation can't be being involved as you want. The conversation can't start with you telling me how much I cannot be involved in a child's life. Because even if it's subconscious, you're telling me that is going to make me think that, okay, I guess she don't give a fuck if I go to San Fran. And if you don't specifically tell me just as boldly as you told me, be as involved as you want not to go to San Fran, I'm probably going to go. And I'm probably going to think that coming home for weekends will work, bro. But it's all about communication because, yo, a simple call, call, a talk, shit, a paragraph text. I don't give a fuck. It would have fucking told me this was more of an issue than maybe you thought. My nigga, you four hours away or three hours, however fucking far San Fran is from L.A., that doesn't work. I need you here. You not telling him that you had an emergency and Tiffany had to take you to the fucking hospital? Fam, no, I couldn't have gotten there in time to take you. You don't think you should tell me that there was an emergency with my child? My nigga, you don't think you should tell me that. You don't think you should tell me that uh, there's been an issue with you feeding him and you uh, breastfeeding and your milk and all. Like, Because fam, she thinks that the child belongs to her and Lawrence is not involved. Like, this is a... And I see this often... Sometimes yeah. I'll say that is that yo, this is my child. Yeah, you just to help my nigga. But then it's like, all right, it can't be your child and I'm the help. But then you get mad when I'm trying to help, cause yo, I what fam, I suggest at the uh, at the baptism that you already planned that you already had a church for and a pastor for. I was gonna send you an invite, an invite. No, your sister was. You wasn't even gonna tell me. I was on the invite. My nigga. Come on, man. Like, come on, bro. Like, it's certain shit. Because it feels like there's there's a reason you're doing that. Yeah. It ain't just because cause you are all all up until this particular point, you seem to be a very smart, emotionally intelligent, yeah. kind person. Yeah. Why would you just turn to this person? There's clearly something else that's motivating this behavior. Dog, she got cold from the episode. The Thanksgiving, the Friendsgiving. She literally got cold the second half of that episode, not even the second half, because they was great the whole party. It was after the party where she laughed at that nigga shirt and told that nigga, yo, I ain't even invite you. It was from that moment that I was like, OK, this ain't the condola we met. Like, who is this person? My nigga, this ain't who we met at all, at all. That type of approach to a nigga will make a nigga be. And this ain't an excuse for Lawrence, but I'm, it's just a reality check on why he's being. Yo, if you tell me how much you don't need me, you don't mean, need me to be involved. You can raise this baby on your own. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And every decision you make is without me. And you won't even let and me have. Fam, you decided on his name. You decided on his baptism. You decided on his religion. You don't even know what the fuck I am. You already handled that. You decided on what we're going to do at every stage of his life. You're deciding that he can't even stay a night with me. She said, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. So if you're making all these decisions, what, even though. What, what have I done to to, to to require that 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 you think I'm untrustworthy with a baby? My nigga. And here's the thing, because I've seen uh, I've seen a few people comment on Twitter like Lawrence was somebody said Lawrence was prime fuckboy this episode. And I was like, OK, here's the thing. Going back to San Fran. She dating did. fucking a chick and doing all that like that got nothing to do with nothing it ain't got no. nothing to do with nothing but i'm like nigga be focused stay focused yeah, handle your business Get, that chick could be there she I ain't can, going nowhere i can date now what you should have done is after that long day 
still get on the plane and go and do you. Now do that what you, I do wasn't what you, with. I wasn't with. He looked right at your bag was packed, bro. And then sent that text. Just go. That's a that's that was, a that's a that's a that's a lapse. That wasn't great. It it was a lapse. You know it was a saying? moment like, that, that he needs up. back. You yeah, should've, you should not have done that. Yeah, like, it's three hours, nigga. Take a nap on a fucking literally on the train, bro. I mean, on the whatever on the plane, like that nap on the plane. Your bag was packed. You did. You literally had to just catch the Uber to the airport, bro. Now I get it. It was a tough day at work, but guess what? This life now. And guess and that's where I felt condola. Yo, I don't get to just say, you know what? I don't feel like fucking raising this kid right Facts. now. So I was kind of upset at Lawrence in that moment. But guess what? Unless two parents are living in the same house, you go, you dealing this with that. This is kind of what's going to happen. I could, he could be down the street. Yeah. That don't mean I'm free right now. This might be a bad night to bring the kid over, even though we planned it. Yeah, y'all co-parenting. What if I'm out of town? Yeah. Or what if I'm I'm just not here? I'm out, yeah. out and about. That's why you should have children with people who you are in a relationship with, a committed relationship with. Yeah. I know that's and it's, not. Yeah, it's easier said than done, right? We know that well, shit no, happens, bro. It's difficult. Yeah. It's not even easier said than done. It's difficult and it requires discipline, which is the reason I don't have a child without being with somebody. Yeah. Um, I, I managed to do it. You know what's funny? I've seen this meme a couple times or a tweet or whatever the fuck it is, uh, but post like, yo, um, but it, I've seen it more recently since the red flag again, but I've seen this shit over and the years. no damn abortions. Yo, uh, niggas over 30 with no kids, red flag. And it's like, wait, what? Like, you want me, and this is not a, yo, if you are a single parent, shout out to you. Make it happen. Make sure you're raising your kid the right way. God bless you. But motherfuckers want niggas to already come with the child, but no girl, but I don't want no baby mama drama, but I need you to have a baby. Nigga, what? That sounds dramatic in itself, bro. And I just don't, as a responsible adult, I think Lawrence was trying to take the responsible way when he told her straight up, this don't make sense for us to have a fucking kid together. We're not even together. You don't even like me. And I'm moving across. The and I'm leaving the fucking city. I'm going four hours away. Bro, we don't need to have no kid. We don't need, I'm just keeping it honest with you. We don't need to have no kid. Like, this ain't even about... Whatever the fuck we might have going on. It ain't about Issa. It ain't guess nothing. What? I don't want a kid. I want a family. Fam. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> so if I had to co-parent, yeah. okay, fine. Fuck it. That's what. I, that's not ideally what I want. I don't want a child by myself. Yeah. I want a family. But you know what, dog? It's a real disconnect, and it starts right there. It's a lot of men out here, and I'm not talking about the fuck niggas or whatever. I'm talking about. Whatever a quote good dude might be to you, a regular non fuck nigga. It's a lot of men out here who want families at whatever the fuck age, nigga, 30, 35, 37, 39, 40, whatever. Niggas want families. It's a lot of women out here who want children. There's a disconnect right there. Cause I know plenty of women who have said straight up to me directly out their mouth, they know they'll be a better mother than a wife. They're ready to be a mother. And not ready to be a wife. You're not ready to be a mother. My nigga. Because your child needs a mother and a... Like, they need a... Come Fam, on, dog. Like, no, no I don't... And this is... Yo, again, we just said things do fucking happen. And every every child ever born is not going to be from a committed relationship. I understand that shit. But what I don't understand is already in your mind planning from the rip 
yeah, I'm gonna probably be a mother before I'm I mean, a wife. I mean, like, come a, on, bro. There's a there's enough statistics that that show what happened to a, a child who dro- grows up with one parent, yeah, or co-parenting versus two parents in the home. It's not an exact science, but there's enough data that says you probably shouldn't plan on doing that. You will set your child up for success yeah. if you do it the other way. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Maybe you niggas don't like data. And that's and here's the thing, bro. Like. Set your child up for success by making sure no matter what the fuck you and the other parent have going on, y'all niggas have communicated how y'all plan on raising this kid. Because that's really what the whole issue with this episode is. Y'all haven't talked about what y'all plans are for this child. Condola's running with, I'm going to do what I need to do or what I think is best. And we got our sister gassing her up every fucking second. Every fucking minute. That's a horrible person to have in your fucking ear. That friend, that sibling, that whoever the fuck is in your life telling you, fuck that nigga, you don't need him. That's not, that's not good. But what you know what's so fucked up is they only got this impression because of whatever Condola told them. Yeah. Yeah. Or didn't tell them. Yeah. Or never set boundaries. It's, it's never a, set a. It's a real singular approach to your attitude toward me. Um, you you know what you think you've seen and what you've heard from her. You know zero about me. Clear. I ain't even met y'all before. Before this baby was born, I have not met y'all, and you already met me with an attitude. You met me with How long this day. I thought we did this a couple. It months. was three months. It was three months. It was September to Thanksgiving. Maybe even August to Thanksgiving. Like it was like late summer to Thanksgiving. And then it ended. So three, maybe four months. My nigga, Condola barely knew me. So I know you don't know me. Not enough to act this way toward me. He clearly didn't know Condola. Fam, nigga, I clearly, yo, I literally am like mad at Condola. Cause it's like, yo, why you being that way? Like you were so dope initially. And now it's like, I don't know if you was dope or baking soda, my nigga. Like, come on, dog. You, you flower in the pot right now. Condola with the baptism is where I was officially like, I, right, this probably, or no, 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 pardon me, before the baptism, that doctor's visit, when they got to talking about the breast milk and Lawrence asked, she asked the doctor something like, yo, uh, he was like, how's the feeding going? She was like, uh, good, not great. It could be better. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, wait, something going on. I'm, I'm going to see an LC doctor's like, or Lawrence's like, wait, something's wrong with your milk? No, it's fine. I'm taking care of it. My nigga, why can't, why am I not involved in nothing, dog? So the reason that this went this way, um, because he made that statement um, too accusatory. It should have been, there's something wrong with the milk. Yeah. Instead of, there's something wrong with your your milk. milk. Mm -hmm. Because now it it seems like you're pointing at me as like, I'm like, I did something wrong. wrong. No. And I'm probably already have some insecurities yeah. um, about being a first time mother and mm-hmm. there is something going on. So you saying, yeah, I've heard plenty of stories about women being literally like distraught if the baby isn't latching or taking the milk or whatever. Cause yo, this is, this is literally my, this is part of that connection that yeah. the mother and the child has that the father can't. So why aren't you taking to me? Yeah. And so that's a poor, uh, it was a poor approach. Un- unintentional, more yeah. likely a poor word choice. Because, but those words, and, and to your point too, the the accusatory, his tone was crazy. Now he's his tone sounded in like his tone sounded like a concerned father, a, a, a concerned newbie. 
Mm. When you don't know what's going, hey, so, so, oh shit! Some somewhere on the water, the, the, the faucet, the water, the water is shooting everywhere. Like, yeah, I, I'm the type of nigga that looks at every book, every research, every YouTube video, every article to make sure that I got shit under control before it happens. Right, so I'm yeah. I'm fairly sure I'm gonna read every single baby book and everything and think, yeah, that like I'm gonna be prepared because I got. I know it. This, I, this. I read it. I, so I'm an what, expert. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Is that? Oh no. Oh, so because it, it's something wrong with the feeding. Yeah. Uh, niggas don't say the feeding. <laughs> like, that's not like a. That's just not. You wouldn't naturally go there. Yeah. Like oh shit, he ain't drinking. Or so then yeah. So then it's already a weird vibe now, right? Once they had that little exchange in the doctor's office, then they go out. They headed to the car, and Lawrence was like. Yo, I looked at the baby's appointments. I was wondering, can you move them to late afternoon Friday so I can be in town? She was like, no, nah, the doctor is busy. And it's like. So the thing would have been like, I'll check. I know he has a just very. Check. I know he got a very big schedule. Let me see what but I let can me, do. Let me see, bro. That's because all. Meet me now, halfway. Now I feel it's collaborative. And guess what? I might hit you back on Monday and be like, yo, I just checked. Yo, this doctor says this is only. I can't do it. So. Yeah. What because fucked me up though about that is my nigga is a doctor. I'm certain he's busy, yo. I didn't ask about the doctor's availability. I asked, can we make sure? Because here's the thing: I'm also certain that Lawrence had no part in selecting this doctor. No fuck. So, yo, can we do one thing and just like check to see if the doctor can make themselves available? And guess right? what? I know you probably think this is the best doctor. Or you would like you don't know this. <laughs> this baby is too much. That baby two weeks old. Like you literally. Have, oh, this has been my baby doctor for a week and a half. Fam, <laughs> and it's like, oh, it comes highly recommended. So does everyone. And yeah. one thing I know, a lot of black women, especially when they have children, the doctors that they go to are typically black. Like as they should. They're trying to find a black woman doctor if possible, but somebody who's familiar with black bodies, black women, black health. And I get that. But if you can do all that research, you can ask if they could do Friday afternoon, dog. Like, meet me halfway, bro. That's because it. ultimately, if you want more assistance and want him to be, feel like he's more active, like, there's a, there's a, there's a chance for him. He's actually trying to push to be like, no, I want to come to all the doctors. Yeah. Unless she feels... Are you trying to check up on me? You think I ain't no good mother? Yeah. Because from my understanding, that can be yeah. a, a point of pain as well. Like if you're a brand new mom or brand new fat, you you don't know if you're doing it right. At all, dog. And that's, so that's the one thing that I hated about the two of them getting into it the way that they did. All this shit is happening from two first time parents. Neither one of y'all know if anything y'all are doing is the right way to do it, bro. And guess what? This same argument likely happens while two people are living in the same home mm -hmm. but because of the distance now this argument lasts longer yeah now it's a four-day argument or a four-hour argument where it's usually all right when the baby start crying again somebody's gonna get up and we're gonna have a conversation like look i'm sorry yeah um, so like he after they had the conversation about the doctor then he asked like yo well you know what about the baptism uh my mom really wants to get this done she said if baby don't get baptized gonna lose his soul or something he like that he tried to bring some little brevity into it just a little bit try to lighten this up cuz clearly something got lost in in uh translation between there and here but i'm trying to bring it back and she was like oh yeah well it's a church by my parents crib that we go to sometime this ain't even your church home Church over there, we go to sometimes. We're going to do it there. And he's like, you already planned it? Like, I don't feel I got no say. For, for, be, be perfectly honest, 
I don't have no say so in anything. I didn't, At have, all. I didn't have a say so whether we gonna be together. I didn't have a say so whether you're gonna have this baby. I don't have a sir say no say so in the naming of the child. Yeah. The, the the christening, whether I can take the I don't have a say so at, at anything. any point. And, and it, I what I need because I again I, I've read some comments on Twitter on Facebook. I've been around the socials today. Any woman who had like issues with Lawrence in this episode, what I just need y'all to understand just for a minute, put the like, don't be angry. Don't be just kind of put your like regular normal hat on for the day. Bro, niggas be hurt about their child, dog. Like, I don't want to. I promise you nothing in Lawrence's character, nothing that we've learned about him says I want to be a shitty father. Nothing about his makeup says that Lawrence shit. Lawrence has a great father. My nigga, phenomenal. And a phenomenal relationship with his father. Who was at the christening with them. I don't want to do this poorly. So what I'm trying to do, and again, back to communication, because this is the whole issue. She's doing what she thinks needs to be done for the betterment of the child. Lawrence is doing what he thinks needs to be done to be involved with raising the child. Neither one of them are telling the other one what we need. He had the crib putting the, the bassinet and all this Yo, stuff together. And so that bassinet he put together served as the, it was almost like the fucking like, uh, what do they call it? What do they call it? When it's like the little, uh, like in the story, like the little secret, like it's coming up. Like, you know, oh fuck. What term am I fucking trying to think of dog? It's like the little like piece of the story, like you see it throughout the episode. Not eggshell. Is it eggshell? What the fuck is it called, dog? Easter egg. Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, the the bassinet served as the Easter egg in the episode because from the moment he put it up, when he first went back to San Fran and put it up, it was like a moment of joy. He was like smiling and shit and was kind of happy. Like, wow, look at it. Every time they showed the bassinet after that. Got a little bit darker. Literally darker. Because he started to realize, I ain't never even going to be able to bring my child here, dog. She won't let me take my child to Chad house. I can't bring my kid here. What am I going to do with my kid here? How am I going to get my kid here if I can't go to Chad house around the corner? The bassinet served as what let me know he's moving back to L.A. It's coming. I don't know if he's going to quit the job, find another job, try to work remote. I don't know how that's going to work, but he leaving San Fran, bro. Lawrence will not stay there, dog. He coming back to try to work shit out for the child. Not necessarily their relationship on some romantic shit, but as parents, dog. He's trying to co-parent. He can't do that from San Fran. I'll tell you what. Until I get some more, um, some assistance, a more collaborative approach, I'm not moving. Yeah. It definitely ain't you know been collaborative. I, be no. I, I quit my job, move over there, and you still doing everything that you see fit, my nigga. So at what point? So and then, so let's talk about the text message that uh, she sent Lawrence about Tiffany's. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They one year. It's like yep. one, the baby turning one. Yep. Should we go together? Like, and he, like I appreciate how he responded. Yo, you mean with Ja? And she was like, yeah. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, then that's cool. I'm down. I'm down with that. I wasn't down with you just, you and me going, nigga, because I want to be clear. We not dating now. Yeah. So they go. 
great scene by Kelly, by the way. Kelly was on fire in this shit. And Derek. I, I respected them both. Derek's character is really like low key. He ain't he ain't missed a lot on here. Um, but they get to the party. Shit's going well to start. They look like this actually could be a thing that works out. Um then you see Lawrence walk up with the baby. He got Elijah with him. He comes up to Condola. Shit seemed lighthearted at first. It was chill. Then she's like, wait, what's on Elijah's face? He's like, oh, I gave him some food from the kid's snack table. It's mostly just mushed vegetables or whatever he said. He was like, but we learned now he likes carrots. And she like, um, we ain't introduced solids. He was like, yeah, I know, but he's hungry. I just, it was carrots. And but what if he was allergic? Well, luckily he not. Well, you never going to find out if he's allergic until you give him some. And I mean, if we was going to take him to do an allergy test, we probably should do that. But I didn't know that all that was going into me just giving my baby a little mashed carrot. Like, my bad. She flipped on him. Give me the baby. My nigga. Give me my baby. I'm like, it's my baby too. Give me my baby. And she said that again. On the scene where he came to get him for the overnight. Give me my baby. Condola, what's going down, dog? Like, let's talk about what the real issue is. Tell me, and I mean, she said it later, but tell me, yo, you moving to San Francisco. Like, this shit is harder than I anticipated. I need you more than I anticipated. So, so you moving to San Francisco has made this way more difficult than I anticipated. Which is why I said I didn't, I wasn't, didn't want a baby with you in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, we here now. I ain't even going. I told you so. This shit. Mm-hmm. What I'm gonna do is ask you, fam. What can I do? Well, so it's even if I'm here. Yeah, it don't work if it's only what you say goes. Yeah, it takes two to parent, and both inputs are important. It can't be I'm the mom. I get the final say. Because even her saying I don't trust you. What did I do to? How do I get? You to trust me enough with my child that you can relax. I got to see you here with me every single day taking care of him. And we don't live together, my nigga. Yeah, we, we don't live so, together. Which is why I say, so what? It's either be with you or don't be a father. Bro. Because you're, gonna, you, you're actively pushing a person away. And then when you push them away, it's, yo, that nigga ain't shit. He a deadbeat. Yo, daddy ain't this and this and this. It's like, yeah. It's kind of a lose-lose, though, right? Because you pushed me away, then got mad I was away. Because if I keep coming around and we keep having this negative interaction, it ain't good for the baby. If I you push me away and I don't come back, it ain't good for the baby. That's what... What, what, uh, what Derek was telling him, like, yeah, like nigga, the baby feel matter. that energy, dog. My nigga. Derek also told... Because they got a little spicy, at that birthday party, Lawrence knocked the damn gift table down. Nigga, like, it got a little much. Yo, it was it's two different. Too. It was two different times during this episode. This scene and the one when they was at her crib in the kitchen where I thought that baby might drop. I really I ain't going to lie, dog. The tension from the episode had me worried about this baby, dog. Like, put that baby down, nigga. I really wanted them to chill before they kept arguing. Um, But at the birthday party, Derek had to come up to him. Like, yo, help me with some boxes, dog. Like, give her the baby. Let's figure this out. And he told him, like, look, nigga, you making a lot of good fucking points. But you got to fucking figure out how to do this better, dog. Because whatever y'all trying to do ain't working, nigga. Like, 
you flying in and out ain't working for her. It's causing her to act wild toward you. Nigga, y'all got to talk. And you about to fuck up this party. Yeah, and don't fuck up my baby one year. Where is party, Molly nigga. and Issa? Okay, real quick. Literally one of the only things I had an issue with this episode was Molly and Issa not being at this party. They didn't need to be the whole episode. I get that. And I ain't even, it's funny because I brought that up and a lot of people thought that I was saying I wanted Issa there for like the drama with her, Issa, her Lawrence Condola. No, nigga, I wanted her there because her and Molly are Tiffany and Kelly's friends and Derek's friend. It's the first birthday. And it's the first birthday and I just don't find it believable that they wouldn't be there. All my friends got kids. I still go to their birthday parties because. Yeah. And like this group, Tiffany don't even seem like the friend that if you missed that first birthday party, she would be your friend anymore. Thanks. So I just didn't understand it. And I was like trying to make sense of it in my head. Like, was this a COVID filming thing? Like, was somebody not able to, but I'm like, I feel like even if Issa and I mean, Issa, maybe they the, was just late or something. I don't know. I don't know. Cause somebody did say that they was like, Oh, maybe there's like another, like we'll get a vantage point of them coming later to the party. But I'm like, I don't need to go back to this shit. Cause what I thought was going to happen is, and clearly, um, when they showed up together, they was looking like, oh, hey. yeah, yeah. And he was like, so how's like how's everybody? And he really was asking about Issa, but he never he didn't say how's Issa. Everybody in my unfriendment is doing excellent, marvelous, whatever yeah. he said. I just wanted like, but like y'all do understand that men love the baby too. Yeah, and yeah. like despite the 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 narrative or the media portray like black men are also in their child's lives um, statistically even more than any other person. And they marry black women. I just want to throw that out there real quick. So it's like, I get how you can feel that, yo, it's the mom's baby and all the other stuff. You know, there's another person with those with very similar emotions. Like we can't discount them. I think so I'm all about tone setting, right? Um, setting the tone from the minute the baby is born that you don't expect me to be here and you don't expect me to have say in my baby's life. It not only sets a bad tone for clearly the relationship between you and I, it sets a bad tone for me. Like, and like nigga. And, you, and they're literally setting tone, not even just with the statement, but in how you're acting, it, how the energy that your sister your mom kind of broke that tension. Yeah, she tried. That's your sister. Your sister got nothing but bad things to say. She want to go take the baby fucking crip walking. Why do you feel safe with your sister and the crip baby? walking on a on a uh, kitchen island? But I can't have the baby for the night. Um, and then it sounds like you mad that we're not together, and it's your fault that we're not together. To the to the point about uh, Lawrence missing that weekend when he said, "Yo, I can't come down." She had a massage plan. Was going to have a whole spa day with her sister, do they thing. Now she can't do it. Her sister even told her, yo, why don't you go? I'll watch the baby. I can't understand you feeling more comfortable with your sister watching the baby while you go off and do something. But you're uncomfortable with me, the father. But you had sex with me and you were in a relationship with me. Until you, you ended had sex it. sex with me after our relationship. Yeah, bro. like, I don't, I just, the whole I don't trust you piece, that felt more. Something else is going on. Yeah. Hopefully we undercover because uncover it because what did you, what do you mean you don't trust Yeah, me? dog. Like, where did I give off 
nigga, I wasn't a bad boyfriend to you. I wasn't a bad ex-boyfriend. I was still fucking you. Shout out to me. Where did I give you any indication that I would be a bad father? Was it? Maybe she, I think it's because they said, I want this baby with you. Mm. And that right there. Because in my eyes, I got you pegged as a good guy. Shit, I didn't even want a child with my husband. But I'll take one with you. Which is wild. It's wild when you think about it, right? You know? Shit, I've been divorced already. I'm not trying to get married no more. She don't even really want to be with you like that. Yeah. News to me. Because everything we've been... Nigga, we've been rocking and rolling. But if you got me pegged as the good guy, and you do what he would think is some fuck shit, now you surprised I don't want to be with you and don't want the baby with you? So we get that scene... That montage, the split screen. Man, that was a great. That was a great fucking scene, man. Uh, Lawrence back in San Fran, thriving at work, popping bottles with his new clients. They got their office space. Shit's great. Condola putting the baby to sleep and passing out. Lawrence coming home from work, passing out. He passing out. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence getting some pussy, passing out. That scream li- alignment they did. Yeah. Yo, Condola falling asleep on the I fucking like, toilet. I was like, wait a minute. Are they in the same room? No, no, no. That got wild as fuck. But how they did that was crazy because it was literally like, yo, no matter what, this was point for Condola. We live in two different lives, dog. And she made that point in that scene in the kitchen where she said, yo, you tired from what? Nigga, like all the nights, the full night sleep. And, but it's like, that's unfair to me. Because guess what? If me and you... Or in the same bed, same home. When that baby wake up in the middle of the night, start crying. You still woke, my nigga. My nigga. The baby's still gonna cry till it go to sleep. You're yeah. not getting extra sleep because you ain't the one that got up. The baby's crying. And let's not pretend because he also made a statement at uh at the baptism, the christening. Um, they were like, "Yo, uh, Elijah needs a nap." He was like, "Woo, a nap sounds good right about now." Here come Kiki Palmer. Oh yeah, I'm sure you are tired, like from all that parenting, whatever she said to him, dog. But it was like, fam, y'all can't disregard the fact that, nigga, this ain't easy for me either. Y'all mad that I'm I'm I, I live out of state. I mean, well, damn, they're out of state. Yeah, yeah y'all mean I live in San Fran, but but it's not easy for me because guess what, dog? I am still working. What, he about to get fired from his job. They didn't downsize. Yeah, they were downsizing the shit. And the nigga said, I think I'm safe, but I'm nigga Condola was the reason he even started looking. He was inspired by her. Cause she was doing the damn thing. That's a quote. Nigga, damn, you really doing the damn thing. You got me feeling like maybe I should start doing more. Nigga, I'm not only really fucking with you, I'm also inspired by you, dog. I, I looked up to how you were moving out here. All that said, we get to the scene where she texts him. Yo, or he texts her, pardon me. Yo, I'm coming down. Am I still good to get y'all overnight? She says, sure. Okay. He gets there, comes in. The baby was crying. He grabbed the baby. Hey, how's my little man? What you fussing about? You miss daddy? I know I was running a little late. Stop crying when he picked him up. Be perfect. Oh, the baby did stop crying. And then it started crying again when y'all started arguing. Because nigga, stop yelling. I'm, I'm trying to chill. The baby's fussy. She's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's his fussy hour. Okay. This is something I need to get used to. Probably a perfect time for me to take the baby to learn a little bit more about moments like this, right? So he getting ready. She like, well, well, what about the car seat? He like, I got the exact car seat you said to get. It's all strapped in my rental. We good to go. She like, no, I can't do this. I, I can't let you take the baby. He like, fam, what? 
Like, bro, it's it's walking distance. Like, what you tripping about? No, nah, Lawrence, give me my baby back. That's not how this shit works. Nigga, this don't work like that at all, dog. This episode was literally a, a lesson in poor communication on top of poor communication. Because yeah, don't, don't talk to me like that. I get it, though. The communication. No, this not. This is a mindset problem. This is my child. This not Ed, your kid. Ed. I don't give a fuck how you communicate that. If you telling me I'm not taking the baby out, you can say it nice. You can say it mean. You can say it whatever. This is a mindset change. Yeah. You don't think this is my baby. It's only yours. Yeah. And it's ours. Because, and Lawrence is doing the right thing. When you come into a situation where you cannot amicably fix visitation, everything like that, you better take your ass down to the fucking court for she do. Yeah. Go get something on the books. Because if this was your brother and the, the girlfriend wasn't allowing him to see yeah. the baby, you would tell him to take his ass down to fucking court. Yeah. And she got so mad. Oh, So when he said the bl- you blew up my life shit, she got, that was when her shit went next level. So then she was like, get the fuck out of my house. And then nigga Lawrence said, or no, she was like, yo, you know what? This back and forth shit, this ain't working. He was like, you right. But you're not going to keep me away from my baby. I'm going to do whatever it takes. With or without you. Meaning we can either work together to figure this out and figure out the best of a bad situation. Nah. Or I'm going to take you out to the motherfucking court. I'm telling I'm we doing this court shit, my nigga. And here's the fucked up part. I've seen worse dads than Lawrence. I've seen better dads than Lawrence. I've seen niggas who was literally right around the corner. Breadwinner, homeowner, car owners, bill payers, all the above go in that court and lose because she was the mom. No other reason. And that's where I get a little, yeah, maybe a little scared for Lawrence. And that's why I know he's coming back from San Fran. He's not staying there, bro. No, what I mean is, no, let me go to court for visitation. Yeah, yeah, no, to figure out. Because you can't stop me from seeing my child. Yeah. You don't have to like me. I don't even got to give you a dollar. I can be behind on child support the whole nine yards. You can't stop. Visitation and support are two totally different things. Facts. You legally can't stop me unless, barring me doing some wild shit yeah. and the baby's unsafe. yeah. You can't stop a person from, from seeing, seeing their, their child. child. That's whether they got somebody, your, your child, something for your birthday. Regardless, that is not your job, your responsibility, your authority. You can't stop that person yeah. from getting their child. So what's wild is going to be, again, if, and I think he's coming back to L.A., but let's say he doesn't. Let's say he stays in San Fran and we say, yo, um, two weekends out the month, that baby got to go be with his dad in San Francisco. I don't think Condola gonna take him. And I still don't think nobody gonna say shit to her, bro. Like it Court order, court order. I'll come back with the shares if you want. Hey, and they still don't do sh- like she won't lose the baby. She won't lose time. She won't like that shit really is it's funny because um I won't say that. Cause I know I know one of the homies who um who listened to the pod. Yeah. Um he don't play about that paperwork shit. He put his child's mother on paperwork. Yeah. And he sent me some of the paperwork. He be on it. And he yeah. and the police and they, the judge find they, the judge does what does what they supposed to. So, but that's ironically though, is I got a I got a homie. All the paperwork. Paperwork on paperwork. Not just 
yo, here's what I'm doing. Here's what she's doing. Here's what I'm doing more than, better than, whatever the fuck. Nigga, fam, here are laws she's breaking. Here are, like, people she's with who are literally not fit to be around my child. Here are things she's doing that are, and nigga, none of it has mattered to this point. So it really does depend on the judge, the court, all that shit. Like, it's just, it's harder in that type of situation for the dad. So I think that it's on parents to try to figure out a way not to make the shit more difficult than the fucking legal system already makes it. Um, and that's not to say, yo, this shit is harder on the dad than it is on the mom. I'm saying, fam, this is a fight that we don't never, we, this don't need to go to court, bro. So this is a situation where both people feelings are important. Facts. So with, with, with Lawrence being in San Francisco, my nigga, you come in on the weekend and you know that she is dealing with the baby for the the rest of part of the week. You can check in. You know if yeah. he, if he's in swimming, it yeah. was shit. It was your uncle idea yeah. for them to put him in swimming. Yeah, literally, I thought that. Why? So why wouldn't you call and check in? Y'all yeah. got iPhones, Facetime. Like, Fam, it's no reason for us to be mid argument and me to find out that you had to go to emergency. Yeah, like what? even if I'm busy, it only takes fifteen minutes, if that. To, and I'm to like, check in. y'all not Facetiming. Y'all not, you know, like it's shit to, again, none of this is ideal, but the whole situation ain't ideal. It's workarounds to try to make the shit livable, dog. Yeah, so Lawrence, uh, you should have got on that fucking plane. Facts. Uh, though that was that one time that we saw, she tried to use it as you only, you don't do before three hours. I think it was one time, but you still should have did it. Yeah, no, he 100% should have been on that fucking plane. Now, I get it. He had a bad day. They they try to allude to this bad day because he had this whole conversation. Don't let the reason that this fall out is because of offer space. Yeah. I get it. You had a bad day at work. Yep. You can't use that as an excuse because your kid don't fucking care. No. And um, your kid don't I stop got, being your kid, I got to work. I don't give a fuck. Everybody yeah. got to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't don't nobody care. Shit, in 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 a minute cuz we live in America, shout out to the worst fucking country for uh maternal and paternal rights. She finna have to go back to work. She don't work for a person. She a independent. I set up parties and shit. I don't think she worked for a company. She finna No, she worked with Tiffany. They worked together. That's how they knew each other. I think they worked together but I don't think they work at the same job or no shit like that. I think she. No, you remember when Tiffany, they when Tiff came in her office, they was kicking it and shit. And that's how they figured out. Because uh, then Issa came by while Tiff and her was kicking it in the office parlaying. And then that's how they figured out that she was dating uh, Lawrence. Hmm, I don't. Yeah, know. yeah. That was all last season. I but thought she was just a traveling. You know, I yeah, no. Nah, she worked at a for a company hmm. that does that shit. So. The fucked up part is they doing all this arguing, they doing all this yelling. Lawrence gets back to San Francisco. On the way back, the plane had a lot of turbulence. Shit got scary for him. So I thought he was taking the baby back to San Francisco mm. for the weekend yeah. and then coming back initially on first watch. Yeah. And I was and I was like, okay, well maybe that's why she not comfortable. Yeah. With him, boom, right? Traveling. And then while they was on the train, I mean, on on the plane, it got turbulence and there was a baby on board and the baby started screaming and he was like, damn, I'd have took the fucking baby and we'd have been in this, the baby would have been crying. And I thought he he saw his own mortality. Yeah. Like, you know what? He had that come to Jesus moment. And then when he walked back in his apartment, he looked at that crib and then he called her and apologized. 
And he said, what do we have to do to make this work? And the episode went off. Dog's episode was heavy as fuck. Um, and I, I know, you know, the majority of the conversation we just had was, yo, man, listen to, like, the father matters, too. I don't want y'all to lose track of that. That's That does matter, dog. That shit means something, bro. And guess what? It's not what one parent, whatever I say, goes. Yeah. That's for the man, too. Yeah, it's not. It can't be, yo, we gonna do everything that my family wants. Yeah. Nothing with Fam, he asked her about the holiday. She like he like yo man. I figure when I come home for the holidays, maybe I could take Elijah off your hands for like a week. He can meet my family. My parents want to a week. That's like a year. He was like, no, actually, it's like a week. Cause fam, no matter what, you mean to tell me you have a problem with me having my own child for a week? We aren't together anymore. Period. Point blank. You made that clear. That ain't what you wanted. That's fine. I have to be able to parent my child. I have to be able to be active in my child's life. Telling me you don't trust me to have my child overnight. I'm telling me you don't have you don't trust me to have we'll my child for a week. Comes closer. No, fam. Like I'm trying to plan with you, dog. But the approach at the end of the episode, yo, what do we have to do to make this work? Is all they needed to ask one another at the beginning of this episode, dog. I get it. We got out of drama. We needed to fucking have 20 minutes of of a show. But we could have avoided a lot of shit. No. We got to have some of this shit because if you don't understand that I'm not going nowhere and I will go to the courts to force you to, to get this baby. But he ain't going to do that. He finna move back to L.A. What I'm saying before is he go back to the court for her to have a conversation to yeah. be like, well, what do we do to fix it? Now you want to have a conversation because you see I'm not budging. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I got rights, too. Yeah. I want to see this and I, I get it. You 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 is mine, mine, mine. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm 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 willing to go to the ends, and you know I got enough resources to 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 make this difficult, and so I think that that my that hap, has to happen so you can get out of the mind state of whatever I say goes, because if you still got the mind state of whatever I say goes, uh, you may communicate really well, and you may just communicate that I'm gonna do the shit how I want to do it. So I think another issue, and this is not I'm I'm. I'm beyond the episode now. I'm just talking about a real life dog. Yeah. We got to stop thinking that it's our way or no way. Thanks. Because um, both of them did that, right? Like Lawrence thought, yo, I fly in every week. I'm doing my part. That ain't enough. I know it's what you can do in your situation. I get all that. Like you're doing what you're able to do given the circumstances. But unfortunately, even what you're able to do right now, that ain't enough for her to feel significantly helped. Tap in. My nigga. Tap. So if I'm out of state, I'm tapping in with my phone call. Yeah. I'm tapping in with my FaceTime. I'm tapping in with my actual parents. Yeah. Because my parents are going to be coming back and forth. Nigga. So, so that's what I didn't get too. Like, bro, your parents and her parents. Like, nigga, if I was out of state and my girl had a kid here, my parents are helping my girl. Whether she my girl or not anymore. Like, someone had a child by me. Yeah. My parents are going to be involved even when I'm not there. Because they always want him to have a baby, baby anyway. My nigga, you're begging her to, hey, uh, my parents want him to meet our side of the family too. Like, nigga, what? No, I shouldn't have to tell you that. Because you will already know. That's not a thing that's just coming up at the uh, christening for the yeah. baby, bro. Um, Something else. He slipped him $5. Yo, his uncle was funny as fuck. <laughs> like, wow. 
The uncle and Chad was funny as fuck. Chad killed his shit. I missed that nigga too. Um, something else that I really was just like. Chad made the the what's that? The Mike Tyson quote. Yo, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Cause Lauren said, This ain't how I planned my first baby, dog. This ain't what I thought was gonna happen. Most of the babies that I know, even if you're with the woman or the dude, a lot of shit don't go the way you thought it was going to go. A lot of this shit don't go. Figure out what works best for the baby. And what Condola and Lawrence were both doing was trying to do what was best for them individually, dog. Yeah, that's and that's fact. where they fucked up. That's, a fact. that's where this whole episode got messed up was these two niggas was thinking about what worked for them. Condola was thinking, yo, my sister and my mom are here and they're available for me. Lawrence is thinking, yo, I'm doing what I can for me. And she like, Lawrence, I need you to be here to support me. Nobody's saying this is what the baby needs. And if they were focused a little bit more on that, shit can go a lot smoother. Hopefully, as the episodes move forward. So the question will be, well, not the statement is like, I don't trust you. Yeah. Pause. Take it as long as you need. Yeah. All right. What do I do to help instill trust so I can have some time with my one on one? Yeah. At this particular point, you got to sell the shit. Now, listen, yeah. I know you've been doing this. I, I, I hear your concerns. We're going to figure something out. What I want to do now is just spend some time with my child. I understand you don't trust me. Yeah. How can I build trust um, without giving the opportunity? Why can't the opportunity you move? I get that. But now this is the situation right we're in now, right now. I'm in San Francisco. But. I live in San Francisco, but right now I'm physically here yeah. in front of you. I'm with my child. He's crying. Yeah. Um, You're frustrated, clearly. Yeah. Let me help. Yeah. That's the conversation. Now, granted, there's some, there's um, a level of emotion that I've I've never felt. Yeah. Right? So I can't even imagine. I only can imagine how to kind of cut through that. Yeah. Cut through your raw emotion and try to think logically. And sometimes that's not what happens. Because, yo, you go back to the scene in the garage after the doctor, you could tell he was trying to maybe shift away from the anger and the argumentative approach and like, yo, I'm trying, I don't want us to get into it for real. Over the course of time, if you continue to feel like, yo, there's tension between you and I about my approach to raising a baby, eventually I may not respond textbook. Because he always had this, uh, I want to say something, but I'm kind of But I'm not going to say it, yeah. I'm going to chill. But in the kitchen, he let it all out. So, so does she. The issue is, yo, y'all been holding in a lot of shit. Like the issue is, let's just take um, not... The process of not having a baby. Yeah. We call that something in this country. Let's take that off the table. Mm-hmm. Not off the table, but let's say that's yeah, not like that a ain't, thing. Yeah, that right? wasn't a thing. Yeah. I just think you made a poor decision to have a child with somebody that you're not with. Somebody that you didn't want a relationship now, with. because of not having a baby after you're pregnant, it just brings up a whole thing. Like, I'm too late now, nigga. I'm pregnant. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not having an abortion. But that's so look how that works though. Yo, it's too late, nigga. I'm pregnant. It's too late, nigga. I'm in San Francisco. It's too like the approach is so like you can't brush that off to it's too late. You really gotta think through and talk through some of this shit. Making the decision like, yo, it's too late, I'm pregnant now. You're gonna get cavalier responses like the well, it's too late for me to be there every day. Like I want I'm pregnant and um we have to, I know you got a lot of stuff going on. 
Because when she said you left, I gave you a chance and you left, he said to take a job I had already accepted. It's too late, nigga. I already accepted. Like that approach was there from the beginning. And it's like, yo, that ain't the way to go about things. Cause Cause you know that job I was at was gonna come to an end. Yeah, like I talked to you about that. That was enough money for me. Yeah. But now I gotta I be able to, to take care of this child. And we I was still living in LA. It ain't yeah. cheap to live in LA. Facts. Facts. <laughs> so had a yo, Lawrence moving through these motherfucking one bedrooms, nigga. He doing his damn thing in some cities that ain't the greatest uh economically I mean, to dropping, do your thing. He dropping four grand a month at least. Yeah. For in San Fran. And that's probably four to seven. Yeah. Yeah. And you going on dates. What did he become the nigga who gives other people money for their ideas? He was trying to get an idea. Hey. Woot woot and all that. Yeah, Lawrence moving through that tech world now, man. Um, final thoughts, dog. I mean, it was a heavy episode. The man. episode was heavy as fuck. Three episodes in, they have to start bringing all this together. Because right now, I feel like I'm watching different shows every and next week. I, I saw next week's preview. Yeah, yeah. It's a different show. It don't look like it has zero to do. Like now, we got like. Why are they going to the beach with Nate. Nathan and Issa and uh, Molly and Karen? Uh, not Karen. Um, what the fuck is... Like at some point, don't you hook... I don't know. It just seemed like you getting together with your boys and them getting together with their girls to go hang out and meet. Like That's just not smart, bro. Like And y'all... Th- like, But what was wild, when Nate Boy was in the back on a preview and he asked, yo, what if uh, I get with your girl's girl? <laughs> Nate was like, nigga, that ain't my girl, man. You already know this ain't what you need to be. So why are you doing this? Like, don't. And like, oh, we've been there, done that. Cause yeah, like I man, don't. My roommate used to hook up with her girl. The yeah. one that she's trying to hook up with now. Yeah, also, yeah, so, don't. Uh, hey, that wouldn't. Either way, whether that works out with y'all or not, it ain't going to affect me and her, nigga. And oh, by the way, me and her ain't a thing, dog. Because I need got, to stay away from that. She got a lot of shit going on. Yeah, in her life. she bad for my mental health. Um, They threw something in that preview that I don't need. They back to Crenshaw. Let's walk away from that storyline, dog. Like, I, I pray next week is the last of that. And the reason why, dog. So the reason I think these first three episodes feel disjointed. Right now, they're treating this like a last season. Like, they throwing like a bunch of Hail Marys of stories and plots. And, and yo, we on time jump and we fucking loopers and we doing all this shit. And it's like, yo. Just stick with what y'all was doing. Like, what y'all was doing has worked. Just wrap up these stories. For four seasons. Let's wrap up what was already built. Introducing uh, Kofi, Crenshaw, zero need to do that. Especially if Issa ain't in a better position. She's still living in that same apartment My nigga. because she's still the apartment manager, ain't making no money. So extra beef. And with, like, I can get it if I've moved up into this next upper echelon if she lawrence in san francisco yeah okay now this makes sense yeah now i got a different level of problem don't give me this shit while i'm still Fam, in a- you jumped her a year and pretty much seemed like she doing the same thing molly looked like she grew lawrence looked like he grew Issa seemed like she in the same spot still kind of fucking with lauren or with nate and kind of fucking with his head don't really know what's going on she like, oh, I should get with this nigga. Molly even told her, like, yo, you probably should chill. Like, let's, I don't think we need to do that no more. Issa like, nah, I should ask him what my tears taste like. Like, nigga. I bet you they salty. Leave that boy alone, dog. Nate got real 
things going on in his head right now. Like, leave him alone, bro. He he don't deserve for you to not be certain about wanting to be with him, dog. And then on the flip side, I need them to stop pretending like Molly, Issa, and Lawrence aren't connected. Because what they've done through three episodes is literally kept Issa and Molly over here and Lawrence over here. And it feels like we watching different shows because y'all forget. And I'm like, I don't need Lawrence and Issa to get back together. That's not a thing for me. I saw people say like, yo, I'm holding out hope that they might end up together at the end. I don't want that. No. I don't want it or need it. It's I definitely not going to happen with the baby now. Fam, when he ends back up in L.A., I need them to realistically make, yo, she's going to know he's there. They're going to see one another. That's why I think I hated him not or them not being at the party. Because it's like, fam, this is destined to, they're not going to not ever see each other no more at all. And I would rather that 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 whole mean, give me my baby back, been right after she's seen uh, Lawrence and Isa talking or some shit. Yeah, yeah, that gives me a lot more than, yo, you fed our child because he was hungry and it was some mashed carrots over there. All that is going to make it feel more real than, yo, we got... Lawrence over here with Condola. They never see Issa again. Issa's doing her thing. Molly's doing her thing. Lawrence is doing his thing. Take the they, last season that I'm already my nigga. My nigga. Like, let's, yeah. Like, why are we avoiding each other, dog? I don't know. It's weird. I know we three episodes in. So a lot of this is just us being like, yo, let's I get mean, to we it. We only but, got five episodes left. No, they got seven. They got 10 going. Oh, they got 10? Yeah, it's 10 episodes coming. So. But we're still 30% through. But here's the thing. Yeah, we 30% through on a half hour. So these shits go quick, dog. And I, I want them to get the storylines to connect because these are characters who are connected one way or another, whether they like each other or whether they're together or not, man. Um, Lawrence and Condola, I want to figure out this baby, though. And I say that because that episode last night, I'm not a parent. And a lot of that shit hurt my feelings. It would. I was not happy with a lot of what was happening between. It would hurt my God. feelings as well. Yeah, I I didn't enjoy that. Um, especially it felt personal, the, especially if you got like an ideal of the type of father you want to be. Yeah, throughout. And that, so I've always thought in my mind, just from you know adolescence to right now, that yo, no matter what the fuck happened, I feel like I'll be a dope father. One hundred. I feel like I'm gonna be a great dad. Best compliment anybody has ever gave me. Somebody told me they think I'm gonna be a great father. Yeah, like that's dope. Like, I, that really means something to me because I'm like, yo, men look at children, nigga, this is my legacy, period, period. Son, daughter, both. These are my legacies. This is what I'm literally doing all this shit for, dog, to leave a legacy, leave a spot on this world. I don't want to do that poorly. And it's so wild that how girls will grow up and the, the love and reverence they'll give to their father and because you understand that that relationship is so important yeah and then won't allow that same relationship with the father of their child because through all the and not knowing the relationship that your father had with your mom facts all the time facts now, yeah, you know in the same house there's something different but yeah. you love your dad i'm a daddy's ear you don't know how fam if your parents aren't together and even if they are. And even if they are, but specifically if they aren't, that means somewhere at some point something went wrong. Or 
the something that went wrong doesn't have to be like some dramatic, like something crazy shit. Something that went wrong was you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready for all this. But like the something that went wrong don't even have to be like some dramatic, crazy, off the wall shit. It literally could just be, yo, uh, we just don't work together anymore. Yeah, for that's sure. just what it is, and it ends. But fam, that fact alone, if you got a great relationship with your dad, post that. Beyond that, that should tell you, you know what? I need to do everything that I can, do my part to make sure that this father who's trying to be involved with our child is involved with our child. Nigga, like I don't need to fight him on his involvement with the child. I don't need to tell him things like be as involved as you want. I don't need to act surprised when he asks me Yo, is it okay with your schedule if I come down every week? Nigga, she looked shocked. Like, look at that scene again in the garage. She looked like, oh, really? You want to come every... Fam, it's my kid. What you... Stop acting like you. I'm going to be a deadbeat. I, I told you when there was an opportunity to speak my piece. Yeah. What I would prefer happen. Yeah. Once you made a decision not to, I don't have another decision but to be an active father. That's it. And... So, when I have an ability to make a decision or attempt to make a decision. Yeah. I did. I voiced my opinion. Yeah. You chose differently. I'm just going to be a dad. That's it. That's it. And that's all I can be dog. And I think for Lawrence and Condola, cause here's the other part, right? Just like I'm not necessarily, I don't need Lawrence and Issa to end up together. I don't need Lawrence and Condola to be together at all. That shit look like it's, Hey, I don't trust Condola, nigga, because now whatever feelings of disdain that you have toward me, I feel like are now centered around the fact that we aren't together, nigga. I don't know why, because you ain't the one who wanted to be together, so I don't know why you would hate me, but all that shit. Well, now that him and Issa are not together, maybe you do try it. Maybe you do, but at the same time, maybe you don't. Maybe we just figure out how to work this out for our child to be parented properly, nigga. If that means we not together... I'm totally okay with that. But what we're not going to do is be fighting. What we're not going to do is be untrusting of me having my child overnight. Like, that shit like that just don't fly. Um, and what isn't going to happen, because it's not beneficial, is one of us acting like we are the sole parent when both of us are here. Period. Second you act like I can't have my child, I'm getting a court order. Hey, man. And yeah, you we- might want to get a restraining order. Cause I'm coming to get my motherfucking child, dog. Like second, I'm getting a court order. Now, once the court order is in place, we can do whatever we want to do. And just remember, though, yeah. hey, hey, I'm guaranteed X amount of whatever, whatever. And then, like, even like, and we gonna wrap this shit up soon. But I'm thinking of like random shit as we go, dog. Like the little part where Kiki was like, "Yo, he acting like we don't break windows over here." Shut your dumb ass up, fam. Again, this goes back to the shit Curve said, dog. Motherfuckers is. We see a few too many memes. We see a few too much of this social media shit that causes you to think behaviors like this are acceptable acceptable, and entertaining. Nigga, that ain't right. That ain't what you want to do. That ain't what you need to be doing. I didn't bro. like nothing about this character. Yeah, man. Um, and, and what's so crazy is none of Lawrence's male friends have ever gave him bad advice at all. Never said, yeah, let's go cheat on uh, Issa. You should do it. Like, they've always Chad given told him, that nigga, that ain't you. Chad literally told that nigga. When he was fucking all the yeah. girls. When he was single. That's not you, bro. They never gave him bad advice. Come on, man. Um, I think 
what you could take from this episode is parents need to be involved in parenting a child. And that's both of y'all, period, point blank. If you have a parent, this ain't the, the man or the wife, the mother or the father. If you have a parent who's trying to be involved in their child's life, no matter what the limitations are, they're doing their best to find workarounds to the limitations, figure out a healthy way for them to do whatever they can. Um, if whatever they're able to do isn't enough, talk through what needs to happen. But you can't just be like, yo, you not here enough for me or enough for the child. So fuck you. That That's never going to work, dog. And it's never going to find you never going to have resolve. And you're not going to be able literally to just pop up on the weekends to come. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so if you checking in every day, not on her. Yeah. On well, the sometimes child. on her because you taking care of the child. So I need yeah. to make sure you good or whatever. Shit, I might send you a uh, Uber to go get you a massage or some shit. Fam. Whatever the fuck, right? Yo, I got a babysitter. Yo, my parents want to watch Elijah. They'll watch him at your house. I got you a massage. Go get that. Like, yeah. it's it's ways for Lawrence but to you may do know, this better. You may know if the baby is not eating solids, if I'm talking and checking in yeah, yeah. every day, every other day. You might day. know, yo, the baby ain't been taking my breastfeeding. Yeah. If you calling doing that. And she you said it. You might be on it, FaceTime. Maybe you see a nip or two. Say no. <laughs> you might, though. Nigga, <laughs> release the nip. Um, But no, like, it, she said it in that argument they had in the kitchen. You don't check in. Like, you not... She made Lawrence definitely seem like, yeah. yo, when you're in San Francisco, you're in San Francisco. And guess okay. what, though? Phone calls work both ways. That's a fact. You can proactively give a call to someone and say, hey, what's up? Because if you're not Let calling to you tell update. me, yo, I had an emergency and Tiffany had to take me to the hospital, you probably ain't calling me to tell me, yo, Elijah cried today. Because if I have to be the one to call you to check in every day, it's still your baby and not my baby. Yeah. So you should be giving me a call as well yeah. to tap in and say, hey, what's up? Uh, just giving you an update on the baby today. It's a it's a two-way communication. And, hey, I got to be honest, dog. This is human nature. If you act like you hate me, I'm probably not going to pick up the phone and call you a lot. That's just, and again, that's thinking from the standpoint of somebody more concerned with them than the baby, which both of them were doing, but I'm, I'm giving light to why Lawrence probably wasn't checking in as often. Cause I hate you right now. Sam, like you broke up with me for nothing. You blew up my life by saying you were pregnant and keeping it. And as soon as I got me a new girlfriend and a new job, fam, soon as I went on a new date, now you delivering a baby early. How hard was you breathing? Yo, man, fucking excellent episode. Um, I think subject-wise, this might have been one of the heavier episodes ever in the series because uh, it's a topic that it's a lot behind this shit. It's a lot of depth. It's a lot of detail. It's a lot that goes into this shit. One thing I thought about after my second or third time watching it was, yo, um, post-mortem. Or postpartum, pardon me, not postmortem. Postpartum. I hear a lot more women talk about that shit nowadays than I ever heard when I was younger and didn't really know what the fuck it meant. Condola could be experiencing some shit, dog, that we don't know. The same way when when Nate had his issues and disappeared on Issa for a minute, you just never know what niggas is going through in their mind. All that shit can be fucking avoided by saying what's really good, nigga, and not fronting like you don't need me, dog. Because bottom line... Men and women need each other, whether it's a kid involved or not.
Um, once you put a kid in there, the mother and father need one another. They don't need to be with one another, but they need one another to raise this child properly, man. So hopefully we see more of that because last night was a fucking uh, toxic shit show. Um, I'm hoping that we bring all these storylines together. Y'all hit us up on the socials. Let us know what you thought about the episode. Let us know what you thought about the pod. Go back one episode and listen to the Harder They Fall pod as well. Fuck with us both. We'll be back next week with more BMF, more Insecure. Until then, I'm Ant. That's Jay. This Week in Culture, episode 193. We out.